Hi there guys, welcome to Grupo Senzalas Podcast, I'm your host, Mestre Pedro. This is our episode number 24. Today's episode, I share with you a conversation I had with two good friends of mine uh, back in the end of May of this year, Mestre Tissa and Mestre Renatinha, and they both share the journey in Capoeira, you know. Uh, they talk about how it was like starting Capoeira back in the 80s, you know, uh, uh, that was uh, very much a male-dominated environment, much more than it is today. But uh, their insights are, you know, it was really a, a nice conversation, and their insights are very important. And uh, very happy to, to be sharing here on the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I just to give you a heads up, we had some technical difficulties on the day, so you will not be, you know, you will not see me introducing Mestre Renatinha or Mestre Tisa, they will be already in the middle of the conversation. But uh, let me know what you guys think on the comment sections, and uh, don't forget to share with your friends if you enjoy it, and uh, subscribe to the channel. And without any further ado, Mestra Tissa and Mestra Renatinha. Axé. Uh, I'm Tissa. I live here in Bahia, in the village of Serra Grande. And uh, I have my school of Capoeira. That's uh, Capoeira Angola Ouro Verde Center, and uh, and uh, I have uh, work. Uh, uh, my work has like 17 years uh, in this in this format here in Bahia, and I have a partner who works uh, with me is Mestre Cabelo Rolim Taubizuba, and. Uh, well, I live in a farm, as you can see. I, I'm in a neighbor's house, but I am in the middle of the woods, really woods, with all the snakes and armadillos you can even imagine and dream. Yeah, and, I've, been, uh, I've been to this area our, a long time ago. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. you need to come uh, along again because it's all changed. Yeah, After I imagine. 20 years of a, of a preservation area, uh, we we create a park here, and all the animals came back, and the nature came back. It's something amazing. It's and it's on the beach. Aha! So everybody's yes. very welcome to come and visit our center. Our farm is also a hostel. Uh, you know. Yeah, but, I heard a lot um, about it. I'm very yes. Uh, if. You, well, in another chance, we can also share some videos from here and the work. But uh, I'm a very good friend of uh, Pedro and Renata. Uh, actually, I know them uh, for probably the same amount of time. But uh, we, ha we all three, we have different ages. And it's so incredible. Life gives me so many gifts. Because right now, the years that... In Capoeira and in life that prepare us doesn't exist anymore. And 
we are all together in this journey and in this, you know, this world that capoeira is. Yes. And in the beginning of my life, I started capoeira in Rio de Janeiro uh, inside the group Senzala. So um, with Mestre Garrincha, I don't know if all of you uh, had the yeah. opportunity and the joy of meeting him. Uh, yeah, Mestre Garrincha uh, is, is one of the founders of the group, for those who don't know. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's it's actually it's uh, it's very funny in a way to see that sometimes even the other founders uh, they talk about him as oh he was a little child and the years that he paired them it's four or three years but he was a, a uh, he was no he is a black guy coming from the slums and from a very hard life and he yes. is still very short tall man so in all the pictures you would see him with 13 and the other guys with 17 him with 15 and the other guys with 18 19 and but he is one of the founders he he dedicates he's one of the few that dedicate his uh, whole life uh, to capoeira he finished his studies just after 30 years old um uh, very delayed in terms of uh of Brazil education, and that's his only work. That's what he really give his life for. He he didn't do anything else or work or yeah. deeper st studies in other fields. And then um, one thing that I, I in this beginning I would like to say that I think the the new generations maybe they don't know that. And they don't think too much about, and I think they don't go deep. Of course, everybody noticed that people inside the group Senzala, they have different styles many times. Yeah. Someone do Mealua in a way, someone else, for example, Mestre Renata, he, she does her Mealua de Compasso exactly like Mestre Peixinho. Exactly. And when I see her playing, this goes straight to my heart because I miss him very much. He was a great uh, friend of mine and very important in my life. And then when I see Mesh Renata putting her hand on her leg and doing the Mielos Compasso, I think it's joy. But one thing that's good to bring to the new generation is that the founders of Group Senzala, they train a lot together. They develop a language together in the maybe in the uh, first eight years of Group Senzala, they share spaces of training and teaching. They yeah. they had spaces where every, uh, every one of them they had different um, time schedule to teach their class, and this was very significant because like that they did a big movement in the sixties and in the seventies inside the capoeira world with the, all the techniques. But the interesting thing is even developing a language together, they were completely different and in their classes. And then when you see people coming from Messi they have a, a style of movement. From Messi Gato, another one. From Messi Peixinho, another, another style. So like the identity, the idea of the master really went through the person and went to the skin, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, And totally. then in this process, I want to 
I was uh, a disciple. I was a, a, a student of Mestre Garrincha, and the way we, we did progress, the way we developed things, the way our bodies talk uh, was very him, very him. And um, in this 80s, uh, I can say, I was thinking yesterday, I was a part of a, a big ch chat, like a women's chat. We had over 100 people, people frustrated that couldn't come in. And uh, something that, uh, that I, I, I thought, I, I was raised in Capoeira in a very sexist and macho uh, I imagine. I imagine Capoeira 81. All, all, all around me, every day. But uh, with uh, being naive as a young woman, a young uh, girl uh, is nowadays uh, learning all the stories and actually uh, passing through some other things that, that happened to me in my life, I can see that I was in a very gentle environment. So yes. the, um, the second Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to ask to just to put uh, for me to figure out when you started, were you, did you start at the Puki or you started in another venue? I started training at the Puki. It's Puki. Uh, the Catholic University where uh, a black man with no school, no school, teaching, start yeah. teaching capoeira and tested by the system. And he started in 1971. And I started in But this was Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So Tuesday and Thursday, I trained with the same teacher at uh, a federal student house that was in another neighborhood, actually very far away from my house. So I used to so take classes from Monday to Friday and on Saturday and Sunday to relax and enjoy life. I was playing capoeira too in the hotels or trainings. But what I was saying that this, this, the, the structure of the machines over there was in a way subtle because we, uh, it was not violent. And, and yes, when we think nowadays with the awareness that we have of a woman with 54 years old, yeah. I can see that was aggressive. Of but course. It was something subtle because those guys or even us as a woman, we carried in our um, formation, you know, uh, yeah. in our growth, you know, uh, we, we carry this sexist, very structural, you know. And yeah. then, yes, they was thinking, in a way, I was very, I had a lot of privilege to leave that moment like that. And I say, why? Uh, I say, actually, in a funny way, because I can't even tell what I, uh, I'm going to say in a bad mood or angry or just pointing. But uh, actually, right now, when you get your life and yourself in your hands, uh, you change the perspective. So if the perspective of a society is seen by a man 
or told by a man or wrote by a man, yes. we have the chance now to take to. all the violence that we go through in life to change, to make our life feel good. So in my female perspective, nowadays, I laugh about all that those guys in the 80s that they, because I was a woman and they were very machist, as I said, yeah. maybe the women were also, they allowed me to be in all the places that I wanted to be because, you know, doesn't mean anything. She's just a woman. Let her be. I was in, in many, many meetings of just with masters. I was in meetings uh, of my group. I was, uh, actually, I was even when the guys are having the dirt talk from the dress rooms, you know, from the bathroom, yeah. you know, yeah. I was there. And because I was a woman, um, people just let me be there. But what yeah. they didn't know, that that was my life. And I was yeah. learning every minute and every second. So I remember talkings from 82, from 83, I learned through their mouths. And because I allowed myself and because they didn't notice that I was there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And nowadays, uh, I prefer to have a female look uh, instead of uh, just throwing someone's face something with the violence and aggressive aggressivity that I can have uh, thinking about my thoughts with the male uh, point of view. So through the ages, was very fun. Uh, there was uh, no internet, so it was a way more fun <laughs> in a way. We yeah. were more spontaneous. Uh, nobody, nobody had a camera, a uh, photo camera. Yeah. I remember that the few, few, three or two pictures that I have, but because um, I had a friend that her father gave to her a camera. Then she, she lent me like two times, and then I had uh, some pictures. But interesting thing, that back then, we, we didn't have courage go straight to a, a Capura teacher, Mestre. And ask and to take a picture. And ask, uh, would you yeah. take a picture with me? Yeah. Uh, it was a we, total different. We, we didn't have any. This is, this is what is. That, this is what I think is, is, is hard to, to picture is that first, like 1981, it's a long time ago. Uh, I would say 39 years ago. And uh, Brazil is, like you said, is a very macho society. And, at, and on top of that, it was also this, uh, Capoeira was this moment where I, I'm sure it didn't have as many women training. And also it was this point of all different uh, uh, social class would be meeting in the harder. So it, uh, it, uh, uh, how many, how many, uh, Mestre Renata and Mestre Tissa, this, this question is open for both of you. If you compare, what was the ratio of women in the, per, you know, in the class, for example, if you think about you growing up uh, in Capoeira, how many other women were there training with you at a time? May I? Okay. Yes. Uh, I remember um, 
that was a very hard time to to women in capoeira. Uh, Master Tissa said that, that she went with all the places with the master, probably because she has Master Garrincha beside her. Because for me and for the girls of my time, it was a hard time. Uh, I, I, I have the, the perception that we are not welcome in Capoeira to do everything to play the birimbau, to sing, sing songs, to go with the, the masters to the, in, in trips of capoeira and things like that. I remember that um, we have to be, um, we have to ask the permission to go. Master Peixinho invite us to go uh, to a roda, to, to place that he needs the girls and he need a lot of a lot of people being there but uh, in some place that was a a, a, a day a, how do you say a, a, uma reunião? a meeting yeah in the meeting, meeting. of the a meeting of the yeah. masters we are not invited and when we are in capoeira i i think that um our 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 practice uh, was similar like the men. We have to, to play capoeira, fight capoeira hard when we, we are in a roda and another girls from another group came or we are going to visit another group. The girls must fight between there and it, it, it doesn't happen inside Group Senzala. When I, I meet Tirza, or Kachi, or, or other girls in Grupo Senzala, we just play capoeira. But when we meet girls from other groups, other groups. In, we have to fight like a man. If it's, we didn't, it did, I, we, we, don't, we, we are not able to stay inside the roda. It, it was very hard to get inside the roda. We, when two girls are on bed beating bow, it, it uh, looks uh, like a it's uh, allowed, é permitido. Yeah. It's Sim. allowed for everybody by the game. The girls stay on pé do birimbau for five, seven, ten, twelve yes. minutes waiting. A lot of men buying the game. Yeah. When two girls are on pé do birimbau, everybody understands that they buy the game and we stay there waiting our time. We yeah. are under the children because when two boys, uh, young boys, they could jump in and go in the hotel. We are we are inferior on that time to the children. We have to wait to play capoeira, and that things uh, wasn't nice, of course. Of course, but yeah. When I I was living that time, it was natural for me. I just part of what it was. That, yeah, it, it, it is how it is. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, I can read that time with another perspective. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because you know I I I grew up in Capoeira. I grew up in in Hoda's environment, and as a young kid in a Hoda, I 
when you said this, that when there was other women we had to fight, it, it actually reminded me that I had this impression that women were more aggressive than men. And obviously the reason was <laughs> that there wasn't that many women in the harder, but that I used to see like, you know, as a, as a young kid, I used to see it quite often, but it didn't mean that the men were doing way more, but it's just that the ratio was so skewed on, on, on this, uh, uh, yeah, on the numbers. But uh, what, what about you, Mestre Chisa? Yeah. And, well, uh, I will try to don't, don't be personal, but I think it's also um, nowadays I'm also here to talk uh, about things that, that I, I don't really like to talk like a personal thing. Like many, many times I go to places and people, people ask me um, something violent that happened to me. And usually I say, I have, a, I have a lot of things to say and I don't wanna, I don't wanna just tell something that's gonna shock everybody. Yes. I wanna talk about, you know, what, uh, something that can help us to reach someplace. But uh, Renata mentioned and uh, a relationship, personal relationship that I had. Um, let me just, uh, how to say, do a, a correction here. I didn't start capoeira, and in the first year of my life, not even the second, third, or fourth, I got um, a love, a, a, a personal relationship with someone. Okay. And also, I tell you something. For me, the way I embrace capoeira, it's impossible to be with someone who doesn't do capoeira because I'm in a pain, I am in a pain in the neck. I like to talk about capoeira. I like to sing capoeira. I like to do capoeira. When I'm working, I do capoeira. But when I'm resting, I, you know, I want to do capoeira. And this was during, especially my youthness, before my kids. My first kid came when I was 35. And many meetings that I mentioned uh, was before I had my first relationship. Actually, it was my first relationship in Capoeira, that one. Uh, and I'll tell you something. When, when people uh, set up a meeting with uh, venue, uh, time, schedule, and they lock the door, nobody go in. Maybe the, the kids, maybe Pedro was inside these meetings. I'll, I never was. But the meetings, when I say meetings with masters and all the stuff, and I heard and I learned a lot of things, was out of the blue. So whoever was there yeah, and present, when everybody already got tired and went back home, who was there like, I insist, I insist, I insist, will be in the silent living and learning with mass. That's why I was talking about the internet. And that's why I was saying that was a happy time and more and easier actually for people to realize that to be with a teacher, with a master, you need time, you, have, you need quietness, two good ears and patience just to be there. Yeah. Because you need to be a sponge 
uh, actually uh, close your mouth many, many times and, and keep your, que uh, your questions, um, question, no, um, your um, contraponto, uh, your opinion uh, many times for yourself to yeah. understand, to try to really understand the view and the, uh, the background of those guys and understand why they were saying that. Then being quiet, I, I did that with Mestre Ongrange. I trained, I practiced Capoeira in Group Senzala for 13 years. When yeah. I was a blue belt, I was a teacher already and I was starting to teach. And I am uh, with Mestre uh, João Grande for 27 years. So that's know. when you moved to, uh, to New York, very... right? Yes. 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 Uh, it was, but before I was, I was working with Group Senzala in Europe, all over the, the, the countries. But what I wanted to complete yes. is, um, I'm just thinking the right word. Uh, in Capoeira, we need to respect and sometimes even keep distance, even in a exactly. kind of hierarchy. But what I like myself is a horizontal hierarchy. I don't, I don't want any of my students to have fear of me and yes. feel that they have a gap, not communicate, and a gap that I cannot uh, have a choice between them being who they are, okay? This is something that I learned since I started Capoeira because I come from a family with a, a more open mind, but my, my parents are 90 years old. Uh, and then shocked me a lot uh, to, to see that in Capoeira, some masters believe that they have the right to send students to do this and to do that, play with him and kill him and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And actually yeah. get angry. You went to a hard uh, of all the who you didn't tell me that, you know? Yeah. No. Please this is this is uh, it's it's I think for yeah I think this the the 80s was this this the beginning of this idea of like oh yeah let's how to take over a harder you know there was this this formula one guy will go to the beating bow one guy is gonna be singing another guy is gonna be playing the best guy and gonna implode and and the uh, This, uh, uh, it was, uh, and sometimes when you did exactly what he told you to do, he would still tell you off in front of everyone. And these things was, was, was happening a lot. I, I, you know, from my memory, those was happening a lot in the eighties and beginning of the nineties. And, uh, this, I think that the Capoeira hit, a, a, a block where they had to decide which way to go. Right. And uh, I wanted to, mm. to, to pass it on to... Can I complete? Of course. May I? May I? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, so the, 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 view, the view of the decade, the, uh, the decade, de decade, eee, I forgot how to pronounce decade. this word. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Sabina. And um, is that uh, in the 80s, Group Sinzala was a pioneer of having crowds of women training. Why? They were in the heart of the medium class uh, of Rio de Janeiro. They were maybe the one of the few 
first groups uh, to reach universities and private school teaching capoeira and promoting capoeira classes since the 70 1970 they they were starting mespechinho um, taught um, over 20 years in a school in botafogo messi yeah. garrincha starts in, in the 70s in university and and so and so and so uh? and then um I'm sorry, I, I just skipped something uh, because I said a detail. Uh, then we were, the Grupo Senzala was uh, in the South Zone. What I want to uh, say that when I start uh, the, uh, the speech saying that Grupo Senzala is different between their founders and their masters, I say that's not just the style, what they bring on in, the, in their skin, but also the values and their orientation. I was yes. never never oriented to go to someone's roda and play with the women to measure who is who. And one thing that was my own personal characteristic since I, I began, I was a friend of everyone. Yeah. So uh, I used like, uh, like one year after I start uh, training capoeira, for example, I get along a lot with the students of uh, Mestre Camisa, men and women. And Mestre Camisa was uh, actually one of my few friends that, that I met outside capoeira. because I was also in someone's house that he, he was um, a friend of and we used to play music there and we danced just between four or five people, you know, just for fun, no dating, no nothing, you know. And then I was so... Eh, I say in Portuguese, encardida. So I, I was so a stain person, you know, as a stain that everywhere that I heard someone was uh, doing a roda class or doing a show or performance, I was there with Messi Baianozol, Messi Camisa, Messi Nacional, Messi Peixinho, everyone. If you talk to Messi yeah. Tamar, for example, he certainly will remember that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, during like a, a big amount of time, I, I was always in Copacabana and never uh, skipped myself to go there and say hi, even if I could not be there. Messi yeah. Peixin, the same thing. Messi Peixin, we used uh, uh, to play capoeira in the weekends. Uh, Mestre Camisa, I remember in 82, 83, I was a friend of their students, and they they went to perform with their master, and I, I was always there, like, always for the performance. And in my little purse, I had a cord, uh, uh, my capoeira pants, yeah. and everything I needed. This I, I would like do like this because I learned very soon that being a girl, like today I have a lipstick. I, I, I'm not very vain, but I like to be feminine. It's my essence. And I was always with or high heels, mini skirts, always with lipstick, but I had to have my capoeira pants with me because every, every day, every time, everywhere it's time to do something, you know? Yeah. And I learned that very, uh, and I remember being in a corner waiting for the performance to start. And Mr. Camille is very serious. He's very serious until now. Yeah. He's a good friend. I, I actually, lately, I, I had the opportunity to be uh, many times with him this year and last year. And uh, he would pass, like, you know, uh, on the job, you know, like yeah. preparing things. And would look for me and say, trouxe a calça. Yeah. Brought your pants. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I would say, uh, kind of scared, like, and yeah. say, Batoka, go and change. So, you know, like, for example, I started be, uh, performing capoeira with six months of capoeira, and I, I wasn't allowed to, I was allowed to say, I was allowed to play pandeiro, uh, sing, and perform a kulele, because capoeira was uh, still like, you know? So yeah. that was my beginning, and that's the way I, I reached Peixinho schools and everybody's school. So when we did the first presentation that the whole Brazil saw all female presenting capoeira, playing, singing, performing, uh, doing many hordas, many meeting hordas, uh, every Saturday, actually. Uh, all the old people from Peixinho, Garrincha, uh, Sorriso, and Camisa, we did uh, this preparation in 1984, and we did the first female presentation, and Mestre João Pequeno, and everybody from Bahia, the old guys, they were like, Nobody. We had uh, we had uh, groups from all two groups from all the states in Brazil, and it was the first time that Brazil see Brazil playing capoeira, and we were there, you know. And I remember that some people had a hard relationship, but myself and other people, of course, we were okay. We could play capoeira without taking clothes off or heating. I remember Sheila in. Uh, Academia uh, in the school of Messi Peixinho, that still we played, uh, Renata was there, we played this year or last year, I don't know, uh, for fun because we didn't see each other for 30 years and she was already still like brave and she mm. used to fight very bad with every woman, every woman, she would punch and, you know, things. And we used to play with rasteiras, martelos and things and go outside of the hall, shake hands. I never, I never in my whole life was in a game with someone that was trying to hurt me and I was trying to hurt someone, not either man or either, uh, either woman. What I want to say with my experience is not that, I, oh, Jesus, she said nice, but no, no, this is bullshit. You know, I am who I am and I'm yeah. not easy and not, uh, you know, and not a, a soft personality, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, what I want to say is nowadays, and now for the uh, years, um, I realize that that was the structural machism that we used to leave. So all the women that were trying to reach each other and be in this mad uh, environment that Renata described uh, so well, you know, and that really happened not just with her, but with yeah. all the women over there, this was pure sexism. Because every time that this kind of thing uh, would happen, all the men were laughing about with big smiles on their face, cheering, and pushing more women to go to this kind of thing. And in the schools, they would uh, kind of uh, do like a brainwashed uh, in the women that were there to already like um, educate them to think in this way that they, they yeah, would have to go to the war, even if their own personality uh, was not driving them 
to this place. And yeah. this is very serious. And this, yeah. you still see this kind of thing nowadays. And this is actually one point that uh, I believe um, that should be a, a flag or something that we would fight against that. And yeah. I see this a lot in the contemporary style of capoeira as, as uh, the Grupo Senzala and other um, uh, contemporary uh, capoeira schools. Sorry, I was too long. No, 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 it's good. And I actually, what I wanted to, to yeah. ask to, to Mestre Renata is how, you know, because you said yourself that you witnessed and experienced this, uh, the, the, the rivalry in different, uh, among different groups. And don't you, when do you think that this start changing? I mean, there, there are, you know, I, I have my own opinion on how this changed, but I, I wanted to to hear from uh, from Master Renata. When do you do you think that this is starting changing? That you know things got out of control, and then the the master, the older master, decided to okay, we should go this way. Okay, uh, it was really nice to hear Master Chisa talking about that time because. Um, we, we practice capoeira in the same group, but in different places. So I, I have another experience to tell. In the 80s, when I arrived in 1984, I arrived in capoeira. There was a lot of women practicing capoeira with Master Peixin. I don't know why all of them leave capoeira. So I stayed alone in Travessangrense for maybe one year or one year and a half. And then I arrived to practice capoeira with Master Peixin. Sheila, the one uh, Master Tissot talked about, um, Ana Sabiá, Cristiane Vargas, Nara, Mineirinha. So one, one year and a half, I practiced capoeira straight with men and that was the hardest time and when these girls arrived uh i i changed my my my, my mind because uh, i understand that we can ask for another place in capoeira when these girls arrived to play capoeira with Marcia Peixinho, and Sheila lived uh, in my house. Uh, she came from Saquarema. Then she lived uh, with me and my mother and my family. And then she began to... Uh, she went in love with Master Camis and decided to play capoeira there. But she's a friend of mine still today. But I, I, I just understand what is the machismo in capoeira how I, I was being used to play hard, to fight capoeira when these girls arrived. So uh, with more girls inside the group, I understand that we can uh, play the instrument, sing songs. Atisa sing songs on, on, on uh, Master Garrincha's uh, work. But in the group Senzal, inside the Travessangrense of Master Peixinho, there isn't a woman singing songs. 
Eu ainda isso mesmo. Patrícia Ancranilda, they played much more tabaco and pandeiro instead of birimbau. But they used to play birimbau also. But it's not easy to, to see girls playing birimbau in Travessangrense. I, I, I say not in the class, during the classes, the week classes. I'm saying in the Morena. audience. Morena, I didn't... Morena I didn't, era a que tocava e tocava. I, 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 uh, when I arrived, she has just lived. Alô. And uh, what do you think that made this... Master Zumbi is calling me here in phone. Sorry, but I'm saying that uh, I, I just understand the what means be women in capoeira when these girls arrive. So in the 90s, we begin, we, we still fight capoeira a lot when I found another groups of women in, in Roda, but we begin to be more organized. We talk one to the other about... Um, um, How to say assédio? É, harassment. Harassment. Se ah, harassment. Harassment. We yeah. begin to, to talk about this uh, in a roda, in, a, in the change of belt, in a, a place with, with a lot of master that was invited to be there. We begin, I begin to understand that that master that asked me for be with him uh, go to how do you how can I say it in English? What take a flock? Flirt 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 Yes, when I was 16 years old and the master 45, 46, 50 years old, I, I, I only understand that it, it was a nice thing to happen when these girls arrived because we begin to talk one to the other with other. And I, I used to say, I think it was a little bit strange, but I, I, I think to answer Pedro, After 95, 96, we begin to do another kind of capoeira because we have a lot of girls again in capoeira, as Master Tissa said. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a situation where, you know, the, the, the position of the, the women themselves are fighting for the asserting themselves in the in the harder and uh, if you if we put a for example the difference how much has it changed since then to if we fast forward to today what can you guys uh, you both say that has changed I, I think a hundred percent because now we know what it means Now we know it's not natural for a, a, an old guy to flirt with a, a two young girl, 16, 17, 18 years old. So I think it, it changed 
But the young girls must know that we can talk one to the other. Sorority, I think that's the word. They, the young girls may, may, must or may, must, must know that. Must, yeah, yeah, must yeah, yeah. know that, that we are together. Pedro, nowadays, when I arrive in, a, in an event of capoeira, instead of being only with myself, I'm the master, the red belt from Ipsanzala, I, I, the, the first thing I do when I arrive in an event, I go to each girl in the hall, presenting myself. Hello, my name is Renata. I came from Group Sanzala. I'm here. We are together. Let's play capoeira. Let's talk about capoeira. Pleasure to meet you. I do it with a, a, each girl in the hall. I present myself, and I used to say, we are here. We are together. You are not alone. If you would like to sing a song, to play the instrument, to play capoeira, we are here. We are together. We are not alone. Why I'm saying this? Because it's still today. Thank you very much. It's still today. If I'm playing birimbau in a roda, in an event, yeah. three people in birimbau, me and two other masters, men, we are playing birimbau. If someone decides to play birimbau, will ask the beating yeah. ball that is on girls' hands. Yeah. So I used to present myself to all the girls in the event to say, we are together. You are not alone. If you'd like to play, to sing, and to play the instruments, Speak to me. We, are to, uh, we are together. I will, I'm, I'm here. Just, to, just saying that we are together, it makes a difference. Of course. To, when a girl decides to sing a song, they look for our eyes. Hello, where, where are the girls? And I say, I'm here. Go ahead. I'm here. We are together. And I used to, now I am a master. So when I decide to play capoeira, it's different. To The access is different uh, since I was a young girl. So many times I use this kind of power to get inside the roda and invite the girls to play with me. And we, if someone buys to play with me, I say, no, please, play with her. And I yeah. put the girls inside the hall. That's, that's really good. Mestre Tilson, you would like to compliment? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, when, you, when you brought uh, the, the question, right away, I thought about uh, contemporary capoeira e capoeira angola. And I thought, whoa, my God, so different um, between them. And then I just loved uh, actually to listen to Renata because she pointed, I think, uh, the main answer uh, that right now, as a mirror of our society, women know that they can talk to each other. We yeah. can uh, break the uh, structural meshes uh, and understand that the process that this society does is to leave women lonely, like separate and locked in different places in a way uh, 
uh, that we don't meet each other and that we don't talk to each other and then that we don't have uh, weak meetings uh, to drink, to play soccer, to be just on the street. You know, why men are like, I, I live in a small village in Bahia. You go through the weekends or at nights, you're going to see uh, 99% of men in those um, traditional time spots of yeah. hang, hang out. You're going to see men um, playing soccer and watching soccer and drinking there. Uh, a drinking uh, spot. Man, uh, do nothing sitting down on the street waiting for lunchtime. Man, so you see a lot of men hanging out because there's someone in home doing something for them. But all, all these yeah. women in home, actually in my area, they are very mistreated. Um, they are separate from other women. And the only chance here in the interior that you have as a woman to meet uh, other women is in the church and in the evangelical <laughs> church that they are very uh they, they are very closed mind for everything and they actually strength this um, structural meshes and, yeah. and then they they keep living in the same spot where this society uh level the um, society uh, allows them to be then I think the big, the big turn, turn on right now is exactly what Renata said, that right now in the society, like for example, in the 80s, one, one time I was talking to my mom uh, about uh, pregnancy and motherhood, actually about motherhood and womanhood. And then I kind of uh, doubted or said uh, something that, you know, uh, uh, women doesn't need to have to have kids, or they don't want. If they they are pregnant, they can't abort. And yeah. and she was like, oh my, she was very upset um, emotionally. Yeah. And she was like, please, 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 please um, daughter, don't say that. Don't say those words would hurt her skin. She that mothers they could not talk in the 80s that they are very glad to have kids and in love and uh, with a lot of sense of life after that. But they were they were very frustrated, they were depressed, they didn't have any any compassion or even like any uh, friendship from their partners uh, at the purperio. I don't know how to say the time after the birth. There is a yeah, special uh, word, but yeah. I don't know in English. Where, where we need depression. And they just, yeah. So this is incredible that uh, society now, uh, nowadays allowed us to be in a life. I'm not a YouTube, I don't know who is watching. Yeah, I don't know how to say in English. In, in English, it's exactly. uh, postnatal post depression. Yeah, when you have the, the, the blues after giving birth. Postpartum, one is saying here. Postpartum? Uh, but, um, but I don't know who is watching this today, but Pedro, has a woman in his group, wants to organize that. Probably we have another man uh, inside this chat, like watches. People, is it interesting to know who we are of and course. where we come from? This is amazing. 
for the support that as a master Renata can give to whoever she knows or she meets, it's amazing. It's amazing. So I think this is the, the big game and the difference that we have nowadays. But I also can say something. Uh, yeah. In Capoeira Angola, we have the same problems, the same uh, very <laughs> ugly problems okay. of harassment, sexual harassment, and all this stuff. But yeah. uh, one thing that it started before in Capoeira Angola, and I have a friend uh, that has a big group. I, I don't want to mention personal things here. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. And uh, he uh, trains his um, students. Uh, right now, they have uh, 23 women conferences in their group. So from 23 years, they have been in their meshes group with all the uh, meshing structural, with all the problems that normally, you know, we, we need to, in life, we need to step, get the, the, the stair and step up and, and change. And they start to do this women conference talking about things that the right now I see people in the Capoeira starting to think and they want to talk, but 23 yeah. years ago. And the they are very empowered. And he, uh, they, he said back then, if you want to work like that, you do yourself. So yes. you do the whole organization, they, uh, everything. And they invite women to teach. This 23 years ago. No, actually, it was in the 90s. It's 23 years ago. Well, it depends. Yeah, 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I would like maybe. to say something. Uh, uh, I will just finish so, so um, uh, I think uh, what Renata uh, is uh, doing with her attitude is something that we, sh that we should, in, in Capoeira and in the group Senzala, talk a lot and the, spread her way of thinking, you know, spread to the new girls. Who, uh, uh, it's like yesterday, there was two uh, girls from Group Senzala at the chat, and I told them, I said, "Whoa, you know, I'm so glad to see I, I met you as a kid, and you know, I, I'm 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 mesmerized to get to know you as a grown-up person, you know." And I was very happy, and I think it's very important. And um, just to close, uh, there was something that I wanted to say. I'm 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 sorry, maybe. I will just quit my, my, my speech here because I'm... I'm you remember as you go along. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm yeah, oh, actually, I remember. <laughs> just want to just wanna and agree with Renata. This situation of have under, underage women in Capoeira and the pressure that older men would do on the top of them and worse than that. Uh, the magnetism of masters and teachers uh, to pressure uh, young women that are blinded with all the shine and love and uh, emotional experience that they are having in Capoeira. And they, they, by the end, they submit themselves to this man yeah. just because this power. And this is, this is something that, you know what? We have something, we lock, we close. That's the end. We don't want that anymore. Renata, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Mestre Renata. There is something very, very interesting to say about Capoeira Angola. Because uh, I, 
in, inside the, the this this group Senzala of master peshins this place né, around master peshin the girls begin to try to play the instruments and sing songs after the middle of the nights the nights and then I remember the impact of being in Master Mahon's class. Physically, Master Peixin gave class on the second floor, and Master Mahon gave class on the first floor in Copalem. And I remember the impact of seeing a lot of girls singing, playing, and being the principal in the Roda of Master Mahon. When I saw the girls a few years ago, the, the girls were with us in Group Sanzalo. When I saw that girls in Master Mahon, it's Mashis and a difficult guy to talk. It's, he is my friend. I like him very, very, very much, but you know Master Mahon is, is not someone very easy to, to deal with. And I remember the impact of seeing that girls playing beautiful, singing beautiful songs. The rhythm was really nice. It was something that impacted me. And my, my understanding of the possibility of playing instruments and singing songs in grouping, that group that was around Master Peixinho, there is no reference in those women reference play instruments and sing songs. It's very interesting to heard Master Jesus saying that in Capoeira Angola is the same. When I I I I, I do some some research with girls in Capoeira, uh, rhythm, and Capoeira Angola is the place. I used to, to find answers about the practice of girls in the region. It's interesting to hear you saying that. Yeah, because like I, I, I think as well now the capoeira has really consolidated, is really spread out through the world. You know, mostly in the US, you know, in Europe, many places then it has the, the influence that it will suffer from the people who is practicing capoeira. Yeah? Like capoeira is, is of those who train. So there is new people training capoeira. They have, there is a bit of a, a, a normal and natural a, a cultural clash on, on many things. One of them is, is exactly this, that I have... Uh, come across when a student comes and complains about uh, a guest on an event or afterwards women that are, you know, we're not talking about minors or anything, but we're talking about, oh, I didn't know how to, how to behave there because the master was a bit pushy and stuff. And, you know, for me as a man, it was, it's kind of like, I, I, I was like, you gotta, you gotta say no, you know. So I, I realized that it's it, what you did there, or on on empowering the women 
to say, look, if you guys want to sing, you come here. If you want to talk about anything, you come to me. I think this is, this is the way, because there was a, a question that came here from the comments. And uh, the question is, how important do you think it is to include men in this conversation about women empowerment and harassment, denunciation in Capoeira? Fala. I, 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 will, I will give the, the question back. Okay. How men think that is important to them to deal with the, their machismo? Because the same way we thought that it was natural on the 80s, we have to think nowadays that it isn't natural. So I think that the men must answer this question. We are open to talk about them, to show them how the, the regimen um, it's aggress ag aggressive to us, yeah. how it borders us. So I think they have to be with us in this, in this transition. Of course. From, from the feminism. I would, I say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I would like, like to, to clean uh, just an idea, a point that we mentioned before. Uh, when I said Capoeira Angola is the same thing, is, uh, especially in Brazil, and please, uh, foreigners, um, if I include uh, other cultures in that, will be like a, a, a whole extended um, talking. But uh, getting Brazil society as, as the, the point of the start, um, uh, all the women and men uh, until certain generation uh, was deeply immersed and raised in a very machist society. So yeah. I was one of them, uh, probably Renata and so many other women and men, okay? So this is the parallel that I do. It's the same thing because we are dealing with the same kind of people. So in the Capoeira Angola, it's the same kind of people. But what I wanted to show is Capoeira Angola start to fight and to tell women, uh, hold, on, hold on on my hand that we are together 23 years ago at least. And this is a very dense work that had been uh, done for, for many other women. And also because... Um, uh, the way we understand our capoeira, there is no sense, no sense to, to start thinking that you know how to move if you don't control the beating bow and the singing. So this is very, very strong in Capoeira Angola. And it's not just about to be aware that music is important. Let's work and be, uh, and be uh, good on that. No, no. It's something else, it's, it's culture, it's to understand what is Capoeira Angola. It's something else that shows you that what you need to do. So it's not about to be good, just good in music. It's about to understand why you are playing Capoeira Angola. You yeah. know, so I don't want to bring this here because this is uh, uh, another talk if by, by any chance one day, you know, but just to, to clarify that. And about this question that Pedro just brought, um, I already said many times that, that in various moments, the most important people to be present of this kind of talk 
would be the man. Of course, and, I agree. Uh, nowadays, nowadays, 25 years ago, yeah. I would finish uh, what uh, Renata just said a, a couple minutes ago. It's very important for women to be here and listen to all that and make their questions and everything else because they will not just know with uh, rationally, but they're going to feel uh, emotionally that there is another woman, uh, another woman holding their hands. Yeah. So this is very important. But of course, but of course, uh, like all men are very important here. We are, we are saying uh, certain stuff here that if you were in a, in a room, in a bar, just, uh, you know, drinking and talking would be very, very hard to complete a, a thought and say exactly what I wanted to say with all the men on the table. Because yeah. many, many times they would be, would want to be more light and do a joke or they would get the first word I said and say, oh, oh, oh come on, so I'm doing really like that. I'm not like that. So you, you, yes. you it's hard. It's too hard. Uh, to be the center of a talking uh, in this kind of thing that, you know, and I see myself in my history so many times in a, in a table, in a conversation with many people that I was just listen and was a man leading and everybody was listened to, you know. So it's very hard to see a social situation like that with um, an older woman bringing good stuff good subjects and talking hard stuff to listen and all the crowd is following that leader it's yeah. it's hard to be a leader uh, uh, in a personal life as Renata um, for in capoeira and for the social meetings so as Renata said if she carries a, a title of a, a master then she has half door opened and the other half she's still opening because nobody's gonna open for her but then I get also the opportunity to say that also I never saw uh, any man uh, stopping the battery and say, oh, let him play. Oh, let him play. Oh, please, I'll give you the beating bow because you were so nice. There's not like that. Capoeira is a fight. It's a game. It's a yeah. mind game. You need to be rounded. That's what we learn. We, it's not karate that someone kicks, you get kicked, and then you kick straight. Straight. This is grounded. And we should understand that in the relationships. And actually, maybe, maybe for foreigners, it's hard to understand how to skip those people that are too pushy. You mm, know? In yes. Brazil, women, they fry, they fry their brains too. Uh, of course, but many times we are more rounded to get off of that yes. and, you know, and to, and, and do what we want to do, that's capoeira, and be in that environment, you know. So yeah. <clears throat> sometimes in life, in, at work, being an architect or whatever, you need to be rounded. And capoeira shows you that the whole time. You don't go straight to get hurt in order to hurt, you know. Actually, you know, go around, let that person think that didn't, didn't get successful, you were not hurt, and then on the other round, outra volta do mundo, you sweep. And when that person falls, you don't need to say not to her or even to anybody. She knows, or he actually, in this situation, he knows 
why he fell down. Yeah. I think that the, the, the internet has, has played a, a massive role because now, you know, everybody can, can, can go on social media and talk about it. And, you know, there was the, the Me Too movement, which encouraged a lot. And it was just a flood of, you know, how much uh, harassment was, was happening and people were keeping quiet. And this, you know, uh, uh, erupted. In in a, you know so in a, such a big way, but I, I what I witnessed as well is how uncomfortable the men you know friends of mine were on the first reaction is to say no it's not like this you know but I stopped and I start thinking on the songs that I used to they used to play on the radio when when uh, when I was a teenager. You know, and if I say this in Portuguese, everybody remember. Oh, Silvia, eh, bota pra. So this this whole culture that in Brazil they were calling the the, the culture of rape, it's it's really is really strong, and and the people I think men, and they they never stopped and think about it. They 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 don't realize that's why it's so important, you know. And when, when a student comes to me, I double down on on saying, "Look, you have to really be like impose yourself when there's no is no, you know." But I, I did witness a lot of my, you know, people that I know that were being a bit resistant or or trying to say that it was a bit exaggerated. And I say, man, it's not really, you know, it's really tough. Well, I'm just. I want to tell her something, you know, to actually to be more personal and, and, and tell curiosities, but uh, something that happened to me uh, very little ago. I, I go to a, a huge Caputa meeting for maybe over 15 years every year, and it's a contemporary Capoeira, but the, the old master um, who runs that, it's actually someone that I love and is a huge reference in the whole world. His group is giant and very happy. And he lives, actually, he comes to my home. I have this ooh, joy of having him here and honor. Uh, and he does his meeting uh, next to my home here in Bahia. And then uh, every year ago, but uh, until now, just uh, actually, guys, I'm married to a capoeira master. And until this point, just my husband was invited uh, to, to teach a class at this event. And of course, if with any kind of partner uh, that I would have, if I go to an event, Renata is doing her class. I'm going to go there, sit down, and do the bateria for her. And I do that for my partner of, of life and, um, in Capoeira. We do a beautiful bateria. Ooh, we rock, you know. And then I'm always there. And sometimes I play in the roda. But my, my role is to make sure the music doesn't have any mistake. And I hold and I do our... Um, uh, accent in music from our center to support his class because the one who is uh, uh, teaching it's him easy 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 like that and then was very interesting because the organizers of this meeting they respect me uh, deeply 
the old yeah. master who does that, he remembered myself when we, we, we met in 1983. And I was so, you know, so impressed with his work that I traveled to Sao Paulo to, to see Renata the way I was saying before. I was crazy like that. So I met this guy in Sao Paulo that was amazing. And Capoeira was so different than my group. And I buy a ticket uh, and disappear from my home. I forgot to say bye, mom. And went there to spend a week to learn, to see, to, you know, to, to you know. Experience. And then yeah. they respect even uh, his uh, young master's students, you know, uh, that organize the, and invite people and, and they be there in the class to see if everything is okay, blah, blah, blah. They all respect me a lot. And then uh, a year ago, someone from um, Amazon, from Manaus, up north at the yeah. forest, uh, passed through my house and we were talking and he said, oh, it's a, I, I, I passed by and you Messi Cabello wasn't, here but you know it's a pleasure to be with you so then he took a class with me and then you know uh, welcome here and, da, da, da. and chatting with him i found out that uh, uh some guys in manaus for example they were uh watching a certain situation that happened i don't even know how many years ago in our hoda at this event and the, the there was him and I don't know, five, seven, eight guys over there. And the situation was that uh, three famous Capoeira Angola masters. Actually, there were more. There were me. <laughs> there were my partner. But between the other three uh, uh, famous Capoeira Angola masters, they didn't play each other over 15 years, maybe even 20 years, okay. you know. Because of so many uh, personal stories. And then in that order, they played. And you saw the three of the most famous that everybody go to the YouTube, watch the videos. And two of them were very successful in the game. One of the person fell down in the same game, a top master, three times. In another game, uh, another amazing capoeira player, uh, actually it was his birthday last week, you know, he, in the game, he got a foot like in this, this close of his uh, face yeah. without touching, very fast, very, very beautiful, in a way that he could not move and skip what he had to, say, to do, stop, with that foot in it and clapped his hand with the foot like that. So yeah. this game, these two games, like uh, for the, the young boys or young girls, I don't know, but you know, I saw the young boys, they were like, oh, oh did you see God getting caught? Did you see God getting caught? Did you see, you know? And in yeah. that that the Gunga was me. <laughs> and most of the songs were Myself singing, and actually, I have something from my Angola school that when I have big shots of capoeira on the beating ball foot going to play, even if I'm singing very quickly, 
like maybe nobody sees, but they see and listen and hear. I say, do you want to talk? Você quer falar? Why? They are older than me. They have the whole right to stop me when I'm singing to them. And yes. maybe they want to talk. They want to send a message. They want to create an energy, a groove in the hood, you know? And I, I, for all the games, if I have people, they were from my generation, but if I have people my generation or Capoeira Master as Renata, for example, I, I'm going to ask that. And all of them say, no, no, I want you to sing. So these guys watching those games over and over and over on TV, YouTube, whatever, I think in their own cell phone because they record it, yeah. they were talking bad about me. I say, what this woman is doing over there? You know, she sings, ah, you know, who she think she is to be playing beating bow and singing for this kind of game. And those guys actually, one is one, one year, uh in age younger than me and the other one has my my age and the other one is um it is uh older six years so we are all the same generation we start capoeira in the same year but the, all these boys they were watching this game and say who that's the sentence who she thinks she is that that makes her uh sing and play bow for this kind of people and game and this is very funny as yeah. a female perspective sure. master tiza the most hierarchical place in capoeira is the written i agree yeah yeah the most hierarchical place if um it is interesting to know to think about this because I'm doing now a research about the the rhythm in Group Sanzala, Master Peshin, since the eighties to nowadays. And the 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 most difficult thing is to recognize that the place of women in the rhythm is under the youngest boy. The, the, the region is so hierarchical that if you are brown belt, purple belt, red belt, you are not able to play the instruments. Depends on the ones who are in the hall. You, you may be you read the belt and you can take the birimbau to play depending on the ones that are in the region. So the most hierarchical place in Capoeira is in group Senzala, the group around Master Peixin is the region and the women are under the youngest boy the youngest that are able to play the instruments. If you, ha you have some someone's playing the rhythm in the roda, and uh, you, a lot of others are not able to ask for the birimbau. Mm. The, it, it, it's really something I, I'm doing the research. It will be my 
Aldo sem mestrado em Windows. My... Masters. I'm trying the Masters in African Philosophy doing a comparison. Comparison. A comparison between the women in the matriarchal societies, African matriarchal societies, and the women from diaspora, the women in Capoeira. I, I'm studying now. I'm, I, I'm just researching with a, in the orality. Orality, yeah. Yeah, asking masters, doing some interviews, asking them the information. But I think the most hierarchical place is the region for men and for women at school. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. I agree, I agree with Renata. And uh, when I said that, I believe that everything has your own place. And even I can understand hierarchy, but in my, in my, my way of... of of living, I like horizontal things, and um, and I think um, to to practice capoeira, to sit down in a bateria uh, all over, we need to have respect, but we need to have ousadia. Yeah, and I don't dare. know how to say that. In you have to but dare. We need to be mission. Uh, can you say it again? Dare. They are yeah. here. There. Yeah. Okay. You need to dare. You know. Uh, when someone it's like being a kid, your mom say no, but you want so much to do that that you wait her to, to go to somewhere else and you do. You know? And actually a good mom would, would see that and, and think encourage. that you don't see. Oh yeah. Not not encourage. Not encourage because she said no. But she oh yeah, yeah. I meant encourage it. like the the to, to challenge, but yeah, not to misbehave. Yeah, and this is the process, you know. So in Capoeira, I remember from Peixinho's uh, school, for example, the most irritant and and great guy was Amendoim. Amendoim will not let nobody take the bow from him if he was next to Master Peixinho. Pandeiro, he would never give to you. And he's my dear. And we used to fight me and him, very laughing a lot. And he was this kind of person that, and Peixinho would um, tell him many times, don't do this. And he would go and do it again. He would go. Yeah. And then he's there working with Capoeira, his whole uh, match de Capoeira, you know, always growing, being better, committing mistakes as we all do, and all the stuff. So, uh, in capoeira life, this kind of thing happens. You need to step forward. Nobody's going to tell, hey, you're so great, step forward. Uh -huh. So in, in capoeira Angola, for example, I, I want to say that in my environment that I live the last almost 30 years, um, we have hierarchy very strong. But I feel uh, that before hierarchy, the most important thing for us is the ritual. And everybody knows the ritual. ritual. What to do, what not to do. What will um, uh, look like dis disrespectful or not. And uh, women in Capoeira, uh, so, so then, uh, 
there are, if I am in home, in my home, in my event or in my home, and suddenly I get visitants and people that came to visit the masteries or they will have the privilege to have their place in my bateria and in my hoda. Never in the Gunga, because the way uh, I believe, I don't yeah. give my Gunga. I don't give the conduction and the responsibility of my hoda to someone that doesn't know what I think. Yeah. It's so if someone gets hurt, uh, if a game is not quit before someone gets hurt, if the ritual is wrong, if this that, if the person doesn't know how I guide that harder, bringing happiness with with mama's eyes, I don't give the gunga. But my visitants are always going to have a priority because they are not there every day. But yeah. in in our everyday or even in uh, events, play who wants. And always, always, someone who does something in a very special way, always going to have a place. Uh, it's like uh, you mentioned Capoeira uh, Angola School in Rio de Janeiro. There is a girl over there, and I already did that there inside the group that I love. I just love when she plays a birimbal viola. And I remember crouching over there to play. And she was playing, um, I don't know, Pandero. And I looked to the, the, the guy, it was a guy, but the person who was in the viola said, can you let her play for me, please? I just love. And they changed because, you know, he, he doesn't discuss. Well, she plays. She's yeah. always going to have a place over there. You know? So uh, what I, I push uh, women in general to, to do, it's like, um, do you like music? Do you like to play? Work yourself. Work yourself. You mm. know, the same amount of time that you, you, you spend in your capoeira uh, movement class, if you do that even by yourself in home, the same amount of hours in one month, you are someone else. You know, so in Capoeira Angola, there, there, there is, um, how to say, uh, places, special places, many, many times in the ritual, but we are very open to see this. Um, it's like uh, to welcoming uh, the invisible and the spirit of someone playing instruments. So I think it's a way more flexible and more friendly. Even okay. so, that women can put Angola also same thing. Thank you. Talking I so agree. Much. I agree totally with you, and I I understand that when the visitors came to our work to our place, they they would like exactly to to know us better. So play instruments, uh, sing songs. That's the way you have to receive people. Yeah. To receive, it's, it's hard to receive people when you decide to do an event. You have to receive other capoeiristas from all places in the world, and they have to be comfortable, they have to make themselves comfortable. I, 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 I became shocked when I went to an event, and a lot of the visitors just to clap hands. Yeah, oh. They have to be make themselves comfortable, play the instruments, sing songs. I agree that to stay with the gunga, it's your house, but make yourself comfortable. They would like to know you better, and you would like to be more friendly. So 
receive people, you, you have to make their, them stay comfortable. No, yeah. Pedro, also, something uh, else? To let people to not Our think calls. that that holds. I have a couple of friends, uh, Capoeira Mestres, Contra Mestres, and uh, a bunch of my students that they play the gonga. Why? Because they know what's going on. They know what to do. But someone yeah. that's not a, what the house in your school present, doesn't know. Yeah. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. It's not uh, ready to be in the gonga. To be leading. It's not last. When yeah. when uh, uh, experienced capoeiristas come to the Roda, they have the whole space to play if they want, sing if they want, uh, whatever they want to do. That's the way we welcome capoeira. But uh, whoever is in the gunga, if the master is not there, is someone who uh, control, who not controls a uh, domain, domain, the whole control, ritual, yeah. The, yeah. who is aware of what to do in a in a ritual. Hey, yeah, nice. know, know the way you conduct your father. Yeah. Go, Pedro. No, I would like just to to thank you all. For, for your time and your energy. I know that Master Chisa had a, a, a quite a, a bit of a walk to get here to, to the place of internet. And uh, Master Renata as well, which is uh, to, to be a, uh, live on, on, uh, on an interview. It's not her comfort zone yet, but uh, I said, no, you're gonna get used the more, the more you don't, do it. Don't like to expose my figure. Yeah, I don't she like, to, like to be on a video. So I, I really would like to, to thank you a lot for your time. And I think it's it's uh, it's it's you know important to to for young capoeiristas to see masters masters like yourself and, and know you know that what you can do, how you should go on about it. There have been uh, many other questions that, uh, a couple of questions that came out in the, in the comments, but we don't have time for all these uh, answers now. We can maybe think about uh, another, another way. I can forward you the, the, the questions and then you guys can answer. But uh, I, yes, I would just like to thank you a lot. And if you have any final words, Please. I would like to I want say one, thank you. For the thank final you for word, one question. Uh, can you say some uh, some of the names that that are in the chat in the YouTube? Because I'm just yeah, uh, sure. uh, in the Zoom, and I don't know. Thank everyone. And yes, we have a uh, Tacy Freitas. They sometimes are nicknames. Sometimes I have a, a Peters, Phoebe Peters from Indonesia is a student from the group. Uh, Muriel here from Cambridge. Carmina Burana from uh, from uh, I don't know where she's from. I think it's a nickname. Uh, Ana Paz, Rebecca Mata. Uh, so they there was some questions about where they can find songs written by women and what are the, the limitations for the physical limitations for women's movement. Uh, I can send, like I said, I can send it to you and then you guys can reply and we can take it from there. Okay. okay. Can I say my final word? Yes. 
Okay. So um my final word is actually always, you know, as uh, everyone knows, thank you very much for this opportunity to reach you you all. Uh, thank you, Pedro, for organizing that. Uh, Renata, thank you to, you know, to be with you. It's a, it's a joy and, you know, we need to be more together. Huh? Yes. And uh, I, I get very happy with uh, all that. And what I can say is, uh, women, there is no hard movement for you. Believe on that. Believe on that, especially in your style in general. You you can search in the internet and see uh, amazing women doing the things. Of course, uh, many other things it's uh, are harder for men. They need to um, to have uh, to deposit more energy to reach that for women too. So sometimes physical skills uh, are hard to get in order to to uh, tr uh, to uh, translate uh, what my spirit so think a little bit about that uh, work out in order uh, that you can learn work uh, words in, uh, in your body that you can transmit and translate your uh, joy of playing capoeira this is very important but don't say that you cannot do, you can do. And in my generation, uh, if you do a macaco, it was incredible. When I used to do that, people oh, now this is ridiculous to do macaco. So believe you can do, all of you can do whatever you want to do. About women um, songs, uh, you, we don't have extend uh, uh, CDs, um, compilations of variety of women doing that. Actually, I record, uh, my first one in December of night, uh, 2018, actually, in Maranhão, north of Brazil. And when they have, uh, they record everything, and me and more three Capoeira Masters, but they don't have money yet to put the CD out. So pretty soon, I believe they will be able to do that. But I think, don't be scared to write uh, to women in Capoeira and say, hi, my name is... Ba, ba, ba. I, I play capoeira, what do you suggest? Or do you have any tip for me? Uh, when uh, professional women in capoeira, they'll, they will love. You are strengthening this uh, women that are right now opening the door that you're gonna be open uh, in the future. So, you know, believe in us, we believe in you together, you know, and capoeira as happiness before yeah. Anything else, if you are not happy in Capoeira, for all the situations that we, we said, or other situations, men, if you are not happy, you're in the, the wrong place. Look for, ask actually, ask for your money back from your teacher and look for a new place to train Capoeira. Yes. Un beijo to everybody. Thank you. I would like to say thank you, first of all, to Master Tisa. It was really nice to be with you here, to Master Pedro and all his students, and to the, the girls that are listeners, uh, make themselves available to the youngest. Believe in yourselves and be together. We are here, we survived all these years in Capoeira, and I agree with Master Chisholm. Capoeira must make you 
happier than you are every day. Guys, so thank you again very much. Nice words from both Mestiz and Mestre Renata, and I think it's a great inspiration. Uh, it really, yeah, reach out, dare more, and let's let's keep the, the roda going, capoeira, making a difference. Guys, thank you so much. That was it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Mr. Renatinha, Mr. Tissa. And just before you go, I want to give you a little update on Capoeira Solidaria Project. For those who don't know, the project aims to support and promote the different social works being done in Capoeira in Brazil. Right now, during the pandemic, we've been giving food baskets. And uh, through solidarity workshops we've done online, we managed to raise enough money to give food baskets for over 400 families in 18 locations throughout five states in Brazil. And uh, recently, last week, we launched the album Capoeira Solidaria Volume 1. And uh, it's a beautiful CD, you know, it's a beautiful album. Some of the tracks you're listening here on the background. And uh, the aim of the of the album you know, that we sell is obviously to raise money, but also to raise awareness. So if you haven't heard or if you know somebody who would be interested in supporting, you know, just share the link. We're going to leave it here in the description. And uh, we're really excited with the album and we're starting to plan what we're going to do for the end of the year. So you can check out all this information on the project and, and uh, what we've been doing so far on senzala.co.uk you will see the section there Capoeira Solidaria that's it guys, thank you very much and I'll see you guys in the next episode Ashe